I, I don't know anybody else the Raiders selected. I didn't know almost anybody they selected last year. Uh, John Gruden is just, he's like the tinfoil hat. He's fucking nuts. I think he's converted Mayock to whatever insane conspiracy theory religion that those two subscribe to. Because they are—they're like fucking Doc Brown from Back to the Future, just always, always coming up with a new scheme, some crazy shit that nobody else believes in but them. Uh, and the, the Raiders are fucking disaster. <laughs> Like, this is what your life like. Try to live your life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Welcome back to another episode of Clubhouse Convos, the 12th installment. Uh, I'm joined here tonight by Evan and Newman, as usual, along with Dan and Frankie, returning for an NFL draft recap reaction grade video boys how are we doing tonight pretty good pretty good pretty good fantastic pretty good pretty good pretty good pretty boring um yes. is there anything we would like to discuss before we get into draft grades i don't have anything seems as though nobody else does uh so let's get into it dan is kind of going to lead the charge here uh the graphics on the screen are his these are Dan's grades on the screen. Again, Dan's grades on the screen. Um, and he's kind of going to guide the discussion. He's definitely the expert on the subject. So, Dan, I hand it over to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, so, I guess to start off, obviously, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, everyone knows number one pick. They went Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and then, I guess after that, it was a very questionable draft. Um, I don't like the Travis Etienne pick. Um, it doesn't really make sense to me. You got a lot of other needs besides running back. Uh, and then Tyson Campbell is an all right player, but I mean, there's some other corners on the board I'd much rather have. And then Walker Little, as we've said on the pod before, I'm very low on him compared to everybody else, but that's just me. Frank's and then Andre, this, what was that? Frank's not. I think Frank likes Walker Little. I do like Walker Little. Walker Little. The only reason people don't like Walker Little is because he tore his ACL and then opted out. He was a fantastic prospect before that happened. So, haven't played well, for two years. Close. All right. But, nope. And then rounded out. I'm oh, sorry to take off, but Andre Cisco at 65 <laughs> is an all right pick. Yeah. So uh, let's just do a roundtable. We'll set an order. Uh, we'll do order the screen. We'll go me, Evan, Newman, and then Frank. Just to give our reactions. Um, so my reaction, Jacksonville, I gave them an A minus. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence makes this a win for them, kind of regardless of whoever else they took. I agree with Dan. Don't love the ETNA pick, uh, ETNA pick. A lot of other needs. I do like Campbell, though. Campbell has some upside. Possibly the most raw cornerback in this class. And Urban Myers already coached him at Ohio State. Um, so natural fit there. But overall, I think the Jaguars did a solid job. Just a team with a lot of holds. And I think 25 could have been better spent. Just want to cut you off real quick. Tyson Campbell went to Georgia. Oh, fuck. My bad. <laughs> red red colors. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not the expert. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I'll go next. For the, for the Jaguars, I gave the Jacksonville Jaguars an A. 
um, simply because they did take the best player in this draft and the best player that will be from this draft. Um, Trevor Lawrence is gonna, going to be a superstar for the Jacksonville Jaguars for years to come. Uh, we'll see. Um, it is the Jaguars. Yeah, we know, we know your thoughts, Trevor. But this, this team got the best player in the draft. And in my opinion, uh, they got the five best picks out of like – so most teams got about like three good picks if they were lucky. This, this was a team that got five solid players in my eyes. In the top three rounders. Yes. So it's a huge win for them. They get these additional players. And I like a 10A, personally. I, I know they have James Robinson, but I think it, it'll be a nice dynamic duo in that backfield. So I'll, I'll give the Jags an A. Uh, I'm going to give the Jags a B plus. Uh, I, too, did not like the ETN pick. I thought there were other needs they could have filled there. Campbell, eh, I mean, he's a good tackler. Uh, only one pick in 33 games. So, I mean, they got Shaquille Griffin, obviously, so – He'll slide in and compete with uh, C.J. Henderson, who they picked last year. Obviously, I wasn't too high on Walker at Little. Sorry, Frankie. Obviously, coming off that injury. Um, and I, I really like Andre Sisco. I mean, obviously, before he tore his ACL, he was having an insane year. I mean, he certainly could have been the top safety on uh, this year had not been for his injury. I think a lot of teams forgot about him. So I really like that pick. And uh, I'm going with the B+. Plus. All right, I guess that brings it to me. So, yeah, I'm going to – I think B is a fair grade for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Trevor Lawrence, obviously a great pick. Best quarterback on the board. Staple of your franchise kind of guy. Ideally, heading forward, exactly what they needed. Um, ETN, it's – I don't love the pick. I hate using first-round picks on running backs. Um, and not only that, I think – this shows what they feel about uh, James Robinson going forward. I don't think they like him as much as fantasy owners do, apparently. <laughs> so, um, it looks like James Robinson's going to be kind of getting phased out a little bit, at least in the passing game. Um, Tyson Campbell's a reach. I do like Tyson Campbell, but probably not at that spot. Walker Little, I'm higher on him than I think most people. I don't know about quite with that pick. I think you probably could have got him a little later just because of his injury issue. Um, and then Cisco's kind of not a steal. I'd expect him to go around there, but that's a good value at the position of need for them. So I think a B is a fair pick, fair grade for them. Real quick, didn't we have Walker Little in the first round of our draft? We did. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, if we did, it was late first round, but yeah. I, I think I selected you him did. to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. So based on your pick, good value for the Jags. Although Frankie <laughs> says probably still a little bit too high. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially there's other tackles on the board that I think are better, but yeah. that's obviously me. I guess yeah. real quick, I just have a question like for you guys, like they get the best player in the draft and they're not a like at least an A minus. Yeah. I guess like that, that that is just where I'm a little that bit. Seems harsh. He gave them the same grade as the Bengals. Right. Well, okay, so but shouldn't we have to like set the standard like the best player? I mean, I feel like a B is a little well. That's just how I see it. I mean, yeah, but you I gave an A minus. Yes, but you also got the best player because you have the worst roster in the NFL and you had the first pick in the draft. It's not like you got the best player and he slid to you or the second best and he slid to you. Like you got to rebuild this team and put pieces around him. And you didn't put, you didn't take the best players to accomplish that goal. I mean, you so can argue that adding ETNA is a great pick because he's comfortable with them back there. 
it's I mean, the it's, NFL, like it's the NFL. It doesn't. I agree. I'm, I'm just saying you can make an argument for it. I just think B is a little low. I think B is a little low just because I think I understand what you're saying. They are the worst team, and that's why they had the number one pick. But still, I mean, they got they this addressed guy. holes. They and they got this guy. Like that's a huge win for the Jags. I get. I guess tanking maybe helped at the end of the year. But that's a huge win. Like, I think that should be something that's celebrated, not put as a B. Maybe that's just me, though. <laughs> B is still above average. We're not saying it was a bad draft by any means, but let's just think about who else was on the board when they took running back Travis Etienne, even though it's had a thousand – what? James Robinson rushed for a 1,000 yards, right? As an undrafted rookie, you're looking at yeah, somebody yeah. that's like a minimum deal. Yeah. I agree. I mean, look at who else was on the board. <laughs> And you end up with Walker Little in the second round, but there were better tackles on the board. There were edge rushers. I mean, man, their thing, you could have built a solid edge rushers. I, 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 I would have given them an A if it weren't for ETNA. So that's that's why I dropped down to an A right. minus. And I think I, I still like that pick. I think I, I don't think good. he's worth dropping him down a whole letter grade. I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree on that one. Right. <laughs> we'll revisit this shit in a year from now. We'll see. <laughs> Um, exactly yeah so I guess moving on to the Jets um so I really like what they did with obviously taking Zach Wilson you get your franchise quarterback um the Vera Tucker pick I like the player but I don't like the trade up for him um if that kind of makes sense especially where Darasaw was on the board I, I just I don't get a good vibe from training up and then taking the lesser of the two players that were on the board and then the Elijah Moore pick, I really like the player. Um, I just question where he fits. He's obviously, he's going to get playing time. He's going to be good. It's just kind of a loaded slot position there in New York with James, uh, Jameson Crowder. So, I, I mean, they'll make it work, but it was an A-type draft, but the Barry Tucker trade doesn't doesn't do it for me. Uh, I gave – bad boys crack there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gave the Jets an A-plus. I gave two A-pluses. Um Jets are one of them. I think I love the Wilson pick. Um, and Dan, I agree with you. Barrett Tucker, you know, with Darisaw on the board, you can you can make the argument maybe they should have gone Darisaw. But um, I think Barrett Tucker is kind of the more, um, from what I've gathered, the more certain prospect at guard. You know what you're going to get from him. Darisaw, more of a guy that could kind of use a little work um, from what I've heard anyways. And I think also uh, Javante Williams um, – no, sorry, Michael Williams. Michael Carter. I'm mixing up the <laughs> The running back from North Carolina. Michael Carter, Michael Carter. Yes, Michael Carter. I'm fucking up the last <laughs> names between the two. Javante Williams and Michael Carter. Um, I liked the Michael Carter pick in the fourth round as well. He was a beast. Um, I think the Jets did a lot of good things, addressed a lot of needs, and that's why I gave an A+. Plus. Yeah, I'll just go sorry, ahead. I'll just throw something in there real quick. These grades are only on picks uh, in the first and third rounds, or okay. first through the third. So some teams could have done something later in the draft that would have increased or decreased their grade uh, just for the time being. I only did the graphic for the first uh, three rounds. So, but, okay. yeah. cool. And I guess, like, a question for you, Dan, like, do you think the Vikings thought that Darsaw was their guy? And do you think? Trading down to 23, they thought he would be there. Um, 
That's a tough question because I know Barrett Tucker was higher for NFL teams than the media. So it's tough saying from an outsider looking in, like, did they know he was going to be there? Because I certainly didn't. I thought the Vikings would be lucky for him to be on the board at 14, never mind at 23. Um, but I don't know. It, it was definitely interesting because there's a lot of tackle needy teams that didn't take him before the Vikings pick. So I find it tough to believe they traded back knowing he'd be there. Yeah. Uh, so I gave the Jets an A. They took the right player at two in my eyes. I agree with Colin. I think trading up, I'm most comfortable trading up for an offensive lineman. I think that's the safe bet in these drafts. I think you know what you're going to get with a guy like Barrett Tucker. I think you, you know what you're going to get from a guy like uh, Darisaw. Like, I think O-linemen are the safe bets in the first round in drafts. That's just how I, I view it. I think it's safer than a receiver. I think it's safer than an edge. Um, and I think Barrett Tucker's Tucker is going to be a solid player for the Jets. They clearly needed O-line help, so they fulfilled that need. They got their quarterback. Elijah Moore I'm not too sure about um, just because who was that receiver that they drafted? Denzel Mims, right? He's not done squat. Well, he was injured last year. Yeah. And obviously tough with uh, the quarterback situation, just the general situation of the Jets last year. And, and I get that, but I just haven't seen much from him, obviously, so – We'll see. Hopefully, Elijah Moore pans out a little bit better. Clearly a talented receiver, but just based on they took the right guy at two, and they traded up for an offensive lineman that wasn't going to be there at 23, who is a safe bet to be a solid starter for the Jets next year, I think that deserves an A. Uh, I would just like to chime in next year. Uh, my prediction, Jets, top 15 offense in fantasy. I think they're going to be better than people think. I like their upside in fantasy. I think more could be good. Mims could be get, uh, good. And if they keep Crowder, I think he'll be good as well. I have Corey Davis, too. Yes, and that's – I was forgetting one, Corey Davis, yeah. It's a good offense. Yeah. Uh, so, I also gave the Jets a B plus. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. He was probably my QB4. I know at BYU played not very competitive teams. Uh, I like the aggressiveness to go up and get Vera Tucker. I, it was a high price to pay, but for the top guard, in my opinion, in the draft, I liked that they went up and got him. Uh, Elijah Moore, I know they've come out and said they're going to make it work with Crowder, so I don't mind that pick. Uh, the reason I didn't give him an A, I wanted to see them get a pass rusher. I know that was a big need for them that I had, and they didn't get one uh, in the top three rounds. So I felt like I couldn't give them an A minus A. Uh, and I'm not a huge fan of Wilson anyway, so I went with B+. Plus. Yeah, um, once again, I think B+, plus is a fair grade. Um, Zach Wilson, I think, is an A pick. Um, Elijah Vera Tucker, I think, is like a B-plus level pick. I think NFL teams, like Dan was saying, graded him a lot higher than the media did. Um, I know the Patriots came out and said if he was there at 15, they weren't taking Mac Jones, they were taking him, so... I, I think NFL teams like his versatility, his ability to slide over to tackle if you really needed him to. I, I like that. And then the only reason this doesn't get an A minus for me is the Elijah Moore pick. Um, I like Elijah Moore and I understand where he fits in the offense because Crowder's getting up there in age, I believe, and contract probably. So he's like a cheap Crowder 2.0. Um but that being said, you just had other needs and you had receivers later in the draft who could have played 
probably sooner and more effectively than Elijah Moore could have. And you could have gotten Ajuari or something like that there. I don't know. Just any more position of need. I mean, like same issue with the Jaguars. These teams just wanted to go with flashier players and foundation players. And I don't like that for bad teams. So. Yep. Quick side note, where does Vera Tucker fit on that Pats line if he does fall to 15? I was just thinking that there's really no room. I think on Wiener slides over to tackle. Well, so you, I guess you're banking on not having Isaiah win long-term. Uh, he just picked up his fifth year. Yeah, like, because you have Isaiah win, you have um, Winu, you have Andrews, Mason, and now Trent Brown. So he's yeah. that And then if you add Vera Tucker, yeah, there's really no room. Yeah, but you also plan on long-term health because, like you said, Isaiah win injury issues, and you don't even – I mean, you, there's still questions about him as a tackle in the first place because he hasn't really played long enough – enough games still. Yeah. Um, and then there's always some kind of health issue on the Patriots' whole line, it seems, especially since David Andrews has his clotting issue. So you can really never have too much versatility from a good player on the offensive line. And that's just such a Patriots pick to take an extra off. Could you imagine the reaction that would have gotten? I would have been on the board. Crucified Belichick. Yeah. All right. Um, So 49ers. um, I actually do like this draft. Um, Obviously Trey Lance. Uh, I love the pick for the 49ers because he'll be able to sit behind Jimmy G, which is really good for him coming from the FCS level. Um, so I, I really like that pick. Maybe it could have been Justin Fields, but I'm okay with it. Aaron Banks pick, no idea where that came from. That was literally out of left field. Didn't see this guy being selected day two at all. Uh, the Trey Sermon pick, I like it. They have a loaded backfield, but they always have loaded backfields in, in uh, San Fran. And then Ambry Thomas is a good solid pick. So I like that you got your franchise quarterback, uh, but some of the other picks are a little questionable. So that's why I gave it a B. Uh, I gave this one an A simply because of the Fields pick, or sorry, the Lance pick. Uh, everybody said it was going to be Jones. I thought Jones was not a great fit there. He's basically Jimmy G 2.0. I think Lance is going to be so successful with Shanahan's system with the weapons they have. I like adding Sermon. Um, and, I, you know, Banks is what was early. But to me, it's just the 49ers deciding to go with Trey Lance over Mac Jones, who was rumored to be going there for months, uh, to me, just made this an A. I think they got that pick right, and that was the most important pick of, for them in this draft. Yeah. yeah, so I gave the 49ers a B-. minus. Um, this just kind of felt like a weird situation for them that in my opinion, they did not even need to trade up. I think they did that maybe as just a sudden knee jerk move. So I felt like they, they found themselves in a weird spot at three quarterback. Wasn't going to Atlanta quarterback. Wasn't going to Cincinnati quarterback. Wasn't going to Miami. I think they traded up higher than they needed to we talk a little bit a little bit about like what kind of quarterback Trey Lance will be personally. I think he will end up being the worst quarterback that was drafted in the first round. In my eyes, Jimmy Garoppolo is still a good quarterback. In my opinion, 
And this just kind of felt like a weird pick. And you're going to keep Jimmy, but you're going to draft his backup. The guy's still in his 20s, I believe. So (laughs) clearly Jimmy's not in the long-term plans. And I don't know how much of an upgrade Trey Lance will eventually be over Jimmy. So for that reason, I well, and I like Fields and Jones better than Lance. So for that reason, I'm going to go B minus for the 49ers. You saying Lance is your QB5 might be the intro clip. (laughs) You can talk to Frank. Um, Sorry to cut you off, Connor, but you can talk to Frank. For a long time in this process, I had Lance as my QB3. I fell in love with him just watching his tape. Um, I know he's got some accuracy issues, but I just fell in love with his arm and athleticism, and he's going to be fine. Like, And he showed even when he's under pressure, he doesn't turn the ball over. That's his biggest trait outside of his athleticism and arm, like not turning the ball over when everything's going wrong around you, which we saw from Justin Fields. So I don't know. I think Trey Lance is going to work out just fine, especially sitting for two to three years. But again, I just don't see why you trade up to three to bench a guy two years. Um, this seems like it will be a short-term thing in my eyes. I think Jimmy I think could, even one be, year. could be one year max. I mean, as long as he sits, I don't see him starting right away and being good, but as long as he sits, I mean. I mean, how can you keep this guy on your bench for long? He's got. Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes sat the bench for a whole year. Yeah, but if Kansas City won, if, if San Francisco doesn't win, they're going to be calling for Lance to start. They will be, right? This away. was also a team, though, that was in the Super Bowl and then the next season stunk because all their players were injured. Yeah, so they, right? they were killed by injuries last year. But uh, there one one interesting part, I know Newman and Frank still have to go, but I thought it was very interesting that Shanahan and Lynch, uh, I guess since they were the only two that knew the pick, made it public that they were the only two that knew the pick. Um, they kind of live and die with Trey Lance. If he pans out, obviously they'll look like geniuses. If he doesn't, uh, to the can they go? I mean, I think it was just kind of surprising to make it public that Shanahan and Lynch were the only two in on the pick, especially when there was so much back and forth in the media about who was going to go. I'm just going to say that I think the idea of Shanahan ever getting dumped is just unlikely. <laughs> I, don't know. I wouldn't be surprised because their quarterback takes more than two years to develop i don't know about that one no i'm just saying if lance doesn't pan out in five years i, I think ryan pace has gotten too big of a leash that would be my example i would say if he doesn't pan out by the end of his rookie contract see ya maybe also it goes beyond that it goes to the overall team play and the team record and and all that which was a rapid decline last year well they had almost every player on their defense hurt so i agree (laughs) right and i but that's the point they got to the super bowl with jimmy garoppolo well they got to the super bowl with bosa and (laughs) that d-line well but you see the defense has come out and said people like richard sherman have come out and said like jimmy garoppolo is a good quarterback like we wouldn't have gotten to the Super Bowl he without top, him. He was top eight in every major category that year, I believe. I, I compare Jimmy Garoppolo. That's, that, that's how I think of Jimmy Garoppolo. Of what? The team is very comp- comparable to the rate, the Rams team that uh, made it to the Super Bowl. I think similar type teams. Oh, it's disrespectful. <laughs> I don't see that at all. Newman, what's your 49ers grade? 
Um, I gave them a B plus. I like Trey Lance. Um, the past month watching him just before the draft, I really like his play. Uh, I think that was the right pick over Mac Jones. I didn't like the Mac Jones fit. I'm a huge fan of Trey Sermon. Loved what he did at Ohio State. The Aaron Banks pick, yeah, it was kind of a reach for them. I would have liked to see them go in their secondary. I think there were some good players available around then. So I, I can't uh, move them into the A range. I know they did address, I think, safety in the later rounds, but I think there was an opportunity to do that earlier that I think they missed on. So I would go B+. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to give them a B-. minus. I'm, I'm just going to attack them for that Aaron Banks pick because it's so upset that an NFL GM who's getting paid to do this did that. Um, Trey Lance, obviously, I think is a, a – a pick um i think trading up till three yeah three's a little high but you have to guarantee that you get your guy in this league and like i made clear before i don't think jimmy garoppolo is the answer i think he's a placeholder i think he's a good not that he plays the same style as jared goff but i'd compare them in ability to carry the team um and then Aaron Banks pick, like I said, that's an F in my book. That's one of the worst picks <laughs> in the entire draft. You could have got that guy like four rounds later or something like that. Um, Trey Sermon, good pick. Trey Sermon, I think, is like a B-plus, A-minus level pick. And Ambry Thomas isn't the worst pick ever. I, I think he could have gone elsewhere, though. So I, I'll, I'll give it a B-minus. I'm going to really hurt them for the Aaron Banks pick. So that's it. <clears throat> All right, uh, Falcons, um, you get the best, pro probably the best non-quarterback player in this draft in Kyle Pitts, so that's an A. Um, Richie Grant pick, it was a little interesting. Um, I thought Trayvon, Trayvon Morig would be the top safety taken, but he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Richie Grant is still a good player. It's a position of need for the Falcons. Uh, so, hey, if that's your guy, go get him. And then Jalen Mayfield, uh, on draft night, they announced this as a guard, and I really like that for them because I don't think Jalen Mayfield is ready to play tackle in the NFL just yet. Um, his pass protection needs work, but where he's going to be inside at guard for them, it's a really good pick for the Falcons, especially where they're going to try and get this Arthur Smith West Coast style offense there um, in Atlanta. It's a really good pick for me, so that's why I give it an A minus. So. I gave the Falcons a B plus. Uh, I love the Kyle Pitts pick. Obviously, I don't think anybody doesn't. I just feel like this is a team that has a lot of holes. And, you know, when I looked at the summary of who they took, I really didn't recognize any names. Uh, obviously, I don't know a ton of prospects like Dan and Frankie. But nobody really jumped off the page at me. Uh, so I gave it a B plus. And also just the whole bullshit with having to possibly trade Julio because they can't even afford to sign their draft picks. I think it's just a bad look for the Falcons. I know it's not this um, regime. It's the last regime. But still, um, if they were to have to trade Julio, who's the biggest piece of that offense, I think, when healthy, um, for chump change, just because they can't afford to sign their draft picks, I think that just is a little bit of a stain on their draft, uh, if that's how it turns out. So I'm going to give it a B+. Plus. I gave the Atlanta Falcons an A minus. Kyle Pitts is going to be a superstar in this league. I have no question about that. Um, and again, like I remember Mayfield from Madden, and this dude's actually not terrible. 
Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but no, like if Dan talks good about him, like you know, I think he, you know, I'll listen to him. Um, but no, Kyle Pitts is a great pick, and it was the total right pick at number four, uh, and and they're lucky to have him. I think uh, I think A minus is a fair grade. Uh, obviously, Kyle Pitts, generational talent. You can't really go wrong with a pick like that. The Richie Grant pick was interesting. I think he has the potential to be the top safety in the draft, but obviously with Trayvon Merrick still there, it was a little interesting not to see him go first. I love the Mayfield pick. I saw, I think he's going to fill the gap. They have at left guard. I believe I heard, um, which was a need for them. So I think getting pits and then two positions in need was a great way to start the draft for the Falcons. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't think this Falcons, set here needs a lot of explaining i think an a minus is a fair grade you get probably the most sure thing pick in this draft including trevor lawrence and kyle pitts um richie grant i mean you're probably splitting hairs between him and Rig. which one's better i mean it's probably more of a preference thing at this point and then jalen mayfield's good value at that that place in the draft so i think an a minus is is a good good bet So Bengals, um, I get Jamar Chase is really good. Um, he's going to be a fantastic receiver, but you didn't get an offensive lineman, which I rather have taken Penny Sewell. Uh, so be it. It's preference for me. But then you go and take Jackson Carmen with Tevin Jenkins on the board. So I really hate the pick. I mean, unless you're planning on playing him at guard, but I, I don't know. I don't like the Jackson Carmen pick at all. Joseph Fosai, that's good value for him. So that's a good pick, but I don't know. This grade kind of gets derailed from not taking an offensive lineman at five and then taking the wrong tackle at 46. So that's why I give it a B. Yeah, I gave it a C. Uh, I was on the, I was on the side of, I know there was a lot of Twitter debate over this. I think that the, the biggest mistake of this draft is the Bengals not taking a tackle. I mean, Joe Morrow tore his ACL last year. That's your franchise guy. You got to protect them, even if he wants the wide receiver. It doesn't matter. They have plenty of weapons, in my opinion. Uh, I love Boyd. I like Tate. And I like T. Higgins. He came on late last year. Um, I, I just – passing on such a sure tackle in Sewell – or Sewell, sorry. Uh, it's just a failure to me. And then, again, like Dan said, the Carmen pick, better tackles available. And then, for me, um, love Osai, ta- uh, Texas guy. Love Texas. But they just signed Hendrickson. I think they still had bigger needs. They've lost cornerbacks this offseason. They could have gone corner at 69. Um, so, yeah, Bengals, one of the biggest underachievers to me. I'll wow. see. <clears throat> but I do think Chase has the best career out of all of them. I just think they that they needed to take a tackle, and they failed by not doing it. I think you are so unbelievably wrong. <laughs> Um, I love Jamar Chase. I think he's going to be a superstar in this league. And again, they just drafted an offensive tackle. His name is slipping on me right now. I think of Alabama. Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams. But they also drafted a wide receiver last year in the first round. I understand it. But what do we see with all the really good teams in this league? They have receivers. Tampa Bay. We saw people like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. We saw Scotty Miller. Like, really good trio right there. And I'm probably missing Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, they added Stephon Diggs. Cole Beasley's up there. John Brown, I get he's gone now. But, you know, the really good teams have really good receivers. 
And then they figure out the O-line in between. We saw people like Alex Kappa for the Buccaneers have a really good playoffs. And I get what you're saying. A tackle would have been great, but you have to pick. And I think Jamar Chase reuniting him with Joe Burrow was a fantastic move. Their receivers are deadly. And this is going to be a problem offense in the league. I think they went with the right guy. I like the receiver over the tackle in this spot. So I disagree with you both, but maybe that's just my opinion. Uh, can I interject real quick? Yeah. Uh, to me, it's just this team, all the weapons or no weapons fucking sucks without Joe Burrow. And if you don't protect him and you can't have Joe Burrow, having all the weapons in the world means fucking nothing. Uh, so that's, that's my opinion. I don't know. I'll also speak from uh, some experience, and uh, sorry about this comment, Frank. Uh, on Friday Night Lights, when you got some receivers, but the line maybe doesn't hold up as well, it's not a fun experience. So I'll just put put it at that. Ouch. I mean, they don't have the selection at Timberland or whatever that, than they do in the NFL. The theory holds up. also didn't have Jamar Chase on your team, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> would have been it, nice. <laughs> It might have taken a little bit to uh, actually find a weapon downfield. <laughs> Just throw it up. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I gave the Bengals a B as well. I think this class was so deep at receiver and, and O-line, and yet the, the Bengals seemed to do it in reverse. I would have liked them to go stool and then find a receiver. I think there are plenty at 46. Uh, so I wish they could have done that. Flips. Although I do love Jamar Chase. I think he's my favorite receiver in the draft. Uh, I like the Osai pick. They were last in sacks last year. Uh, they bring in Hendrickson, uh, Osai. I know they got some other guys in the late round. They also got Chris Evans in the sixth, that Michigan running back. Which I know it's just Joe Mixon there right now. So I think he has a role to play. I think he could be a steal for them. So I think an, an average draft for them. I'd go B. Excuse you. Hey, um, I'm going to give them a B plus. So saying it was the right decision to take a wide receiver over an offensive tackle, but I'm a huge Jamar Chase guy. I think he's a generational talent at wide receiver. And I think you're getting him with his boy, Joe Burrow too. I think Joe Burrow definitely had a little bit of say in the matter. And as much as we say, it's important to keep your quarterback healthy as we're seeing in green Bay right now, it's also important to keep him happy and do what he wants sometimes. So only a second year. I think it's a reasonable pick, maybe not the best pick ever. Um, and then Jackson Carmen, I think some some circles are a lot higher on him than we realize. Like I saw PFF even had a really high grade on him compared to a lot of people. So whether or not they're gonna play him at guard at tackle is a question, but I think he might have been their guy over the other tackles on the board. So it might not have been as much of a stupid pick as a preference pick. And then you got to remember too, Mayfield, um, or not Mayfield, sorry, Tevin Jenkins. Um, one of his biggest issues is pass protection as of right now. So that doesn't necessarily help Joe Burrow that much if you get a mauling right tackle who can't pass block. And then uh, Joseph Asai, I thought was a pretty good pick. So I think B plus is a good is a good assessment. And real quick, Colin brought up the fact that it is only Joe Burrow's second year, but this guy is going to be here for at least you know, 10, 15 years, might as well give him his best receiver that he's ever had in his life um, to add to already T Higgins um, and Tyler Boyd. I mean, it's, it's just a lethal receiving core. I mean, people are going to be open. Yeah. 
it's just you gotta have a quarterback to hit him. That's that's what it hinges on for me. But I, again, it is a preference. Right. Pick. It certainly it comes down to preference. That I don't think Jamar Chase is a fail. He's no, certainly no. an A pick. Preference. Yeah, I do. He's an, a, he's an A plus prospect. I just think it's just the wrong fit. Um, not even the wrong fit, just the wrong selection, in my opinion. But anyways. So moving on, uh, the Dolphins. Uh, I don't really understand the Jalen Waddle pick. I, I, I think he's a great player. I don't get the pick because you already have a deep threat in Will Fuller. So that's a little redundant. So maybe you put him in the slot, but you already have some underrated slot guys in Jakeem Grant and Albert Wilson who get the job done. They're not Jalen Waddle, but you, I, I don't know how many times I could hear, oh, well, they have Robert Hunt at right tackle. I don't care if it's Robert I think Hunt. I've said that <laughs> Like, I don't care. Get Penny Sewell, get help, get Rashawn Slater, put him at right tackle, and you're, you get two of some protection. And then he could throw to Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, uh, Will Fuller, Mike Giusecki. I, I don't get the pick. But, you know, I don't get paid the big bucks. So, <laughs> but then Jalen Phillips, I mean, if he doesn't have concussion problems, this is an A plus pick, um, best pass rusher in the draft. So, and then Javon Holland. He's like a nickel corner safety combo. I know PFF has him as like a nickel corner. So I guess you're giving up on Noah Ig- Igbenogany uh, from Auburn last year. But And then Liam Eichenberg is a great pick to make up for the whole Jalen Waddle situation. But, you know, he's not Penny Sewell. And then Hunter Long is, a, I guess, a decent option uh, outside of Mike Giusecki. Uh, fun fact, he's from Exeter, New Hampshire. So, oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, I give it a B plus. I mean, it's good pieces. Um, I just I much rather see Penny Sewell than Robert Hunt at right tackle. Uh, I'm gonna give this one an A minus. I had Waddle going six to Miami. Uh, I heard that not to toot my own horn. Uh, <laughs> I heard that that he was their number one wide receiver over Jamar Chase. Uh, I think it's a great pick. Will Fuller brings a lot of talent, but a lot of uncertainty, in my opinion, to performance-enhancing drug suspensions, multiple lengthy injuries. Uh, and it's only a one-year prove-it deal. So who's to say Will Fuller is part of the future for them? Waddle Parker-Williams is a great trio. And uh, Dan, as you mentioned, I like Grant as well. Uh, I love the Phillips pick, as you said. Uh, and then to me, you know, Miami, outside of the offensive line, as you pointed out, is a pretty complete team. So I don't really have any problems with the Holland pick. I like Eichenberg a lot. Notre Dame offensive linemen are as steady as they come. And Hunter Long, to me, is the only questionable one. They have Gusecki. I don't think there was, like, a glaring need. But, again, tight ends were thin, and they don't have much be- uh, behind Gusecki, uh, who was out with some injuries this year. So never too uh, – never a bad idea to get some insurance. So mm-hmm. – I'm going to give the Dolphins an A-. minus. I like it. I gave the Miami Dolphins a B-plus as well. Um, I don't think they took the right receiver anyway. I think Devontae Smith is going to have a far better career than Jalen Waddle will at the end of the day. Wow. But you know why this pick doesn't fucking matter? Because Tua sucks. He sucks. He won't be able to get on the ball anyway. I mean, I get Jalen Waddle will have opportunities on special teams. I'm sure he'll take like a kick to the house. Like, I get that. But so he wanted a quarterback. 
I want I mean I would have liked to tackle personally, like Dan said, but it doesn't fucking matter because this dude can't throw the football in the NFL. I don't know if he has like anxiety or something like that, but this dude like gets carried by the defense. Look, maybe the Dolphins win like nine games, but it certainly won't be because of Tua and it certainly won't be because of Jalen Waddle. Um, and then the D-line Phillips, we've talked a lot about injury concerns. I mean, high upside, like you said, Dan. Um, you know, I'm hoping that pick works out for them. Um, and Holland, obviously, I think he'll be a good safety for them. But Tua sucks at the end of the day. So B plus Miami. I take. Uh, I gave, I gave Miami an A minus. Uh, I like Jalen Waddle, but I think I think the Miami receiving group is better than we give them credit for. I think they have a lot of like no name guys that are that play a good role, and Parker's still pretty good. Uh, Jalen Phillips was my top edge rusher. So to get him at 18 was fantastic for the Dolphins. I think they had a good first round. Uh, Javon Holland was interesting. Um, I believe he was the first safety off the board. Uh, and for me, I think one of the needs they didn't address was running back. I think this was might've been a time to do it, but they missed on the first three running backs to go. Uh, but at, with the Hunter long pick, like Trey Sermon was still there. Michael Carter was still there. Obviously not franchise guys but I think just having Miles Gaskin there is not enough obviously it's a good insurance policy for Gasicki I know he's coming up on um, his contract to be renewed so we'll see what Harlong uh, gives them I did notice that they showed his draft room in Exeter that was pretty cool um, that was awesome. but yeah that was pretty cool I gave him an A minus yeah I'm gonna go B plus um I really don't like the Waddle pick at all. Like that might be a C minus D plus pick for me. Um, and that's coming from someone I like Waddle a lot. I think he's better than Devonta Smith in the long run, but I just think they didn't need him. I mean, it makes no sense. He serves the same purpose as Will Fuller. I just, I don't get the pick. Jalen Phillips is an A plus plus pick to me. I think if, he clears medicals, which it seems like he's gonna, because I don't see them drafting him unless they think he's going to. He's the best edge rusher, and he's probably the best defensive player in this class. So that's a fantastic. Pick. Wow! Wow! Yep. Unreal. Uh, Javon Holland. That's actually a decent pick. He's got some versatility. He can play the nickel corner position. Uh, Igbenogany sucks, so <laughs> I think he's gone. Um, and yeah, so there's that one. Liam like. Kimberg, I like a lot. He's kind of just like your standard good at everything, great at nothing offensive tackle. Great. So Robert Hunt. <laughs> yeah. But you can slide Hunt to guard because Hunt sucks. Hunt's good at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. Hunt is good at nothing and bad at everything. They're the opposite. All right. And then Hunter Long, I like that pick because he's basically I'm I've heard him comp to Mike Jacecki, I think. So I mean you, you basically get to run a nice little two tight end set with the two of them. Yeah. And you can at least filter in if you ever have an issue with Jacecki being able to play. So I think that's a decent pick. So yeah, I, I give it a B plus. That's good. Mostly because um, of the waddle pick. I'd like to go higher. Real quick, um, just to note, it's been about uh, 50 minutes for the first six picks. Uh, we might want to speed it up. Yeah, we could speed it up. All right, moving on. Uh, seven, uh, Lions. You get Penn Sewell to follow you. It's a great pick. Their whole war room uh, went crazy, or at least the GM did. Uh, then you get two interior defensive linemen in Onwuzurike and uh, McNeil. Those are kneecap biters. 
Fito Melon Fonwu, he's an okay corner. Um, yeah, it's an okay pick, I guess. It's good value, so I give it an A minus. Yeah, I went A minus as well. Uh, just getting Sewell is an absolute success to me. Uh, the only thing is, obviously, a lot of drafts had them going with Devonta Smith. Um, that was with Sewell off the board most frequently. Um, so I think them getting Sewell at seven is a gift. He's huge. I think he's gonna be a cornerstone on that team for 10, 15 years. Uh, but this is a team that this is a team that needed a wide receiver more than any other team in the NFL, and they really didn't go and get one of any uh, importance or relevance. Uh, so A minus for me as well. I actually also said an A minus for the Lions. Um, probably the best value pick of the first round for me is Penny Sewell at seven. Uh, just to compare it, like Andrew Thomas went number four to the Giants last year. Like Penny Sewell. I would take 10 out of 10 times than Andrew Thomas. And he went three picks ahead a year ago. So love the value that the Lions get. Like Colin said, he'll be a cornerstone for them for years. Like Dan said, uh, like Dan Campbell and the Lions war room went crazy because I don't think they fucking thought he was going to be there. So they were excited. I don't think anybody. Thought I don't think anybody there. did. So love that pick. And honestly, like the rest of the players, like don't even matter to me because I can give them an A minus strictly based on getting Sewell at seven. Uh, I actually gave the Lions an A. I think they knocked this one out of the park. Pretty uh, sleeper team. Had a great draft. Obviously, Sewell getting to them at seven was crazy. I think the rest of their picks addressed big needs for them at good value. Obviously, they didn't get a receiver early, but getting uh, they got Amon Ross St. Brown, and I think, in like the fourth round. And I thought he would go much higher than that. So I think I would say the wide receivers aren't up to what they want, but St. Brown is still a pretty good player. Uh, yeah, I love every pick from them this year. Yeah, I'm going to go A as well for the Lions. Um, like I was saying about the Jaguars and I think, um, oh, what was the other garbage team, the Jets earlier. I think a lot of these low-grade teams really need to focus on building a foundation before they try to get superstars. And I think that's exactly what the Lions did here. You get a stud tackle in Sewell. You get a pretty good defensive lineman in Onwuzurike. You get a pass rushing defensive lineman. Sorry, if I said offensive defensive lineman and McNeil, who can who's kind of a project a little bit. And then Melifonwu is a corner. He could probably play some safety. He's probably going to have to because he kind of sucks at corner. But like whatever. So yeah, I th I think that's an A draft for them. I think they did a good job. They did what they had to do. Uh, Panthers. I much rather have seen Patrick Sertan go before JC Horn, but I understand in some circles, JC Horn was cornerback one. So you do you Terrence Marshall in the second round was great value for me. I thought he was borderline first round talent. Um, I questioned kind of where he fits because he's not a slot guy and you have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson and Terrence Marshall. I understand Robbie Anderson won't be there forever, um, but I still like the pick. Brady Christensen, some of filling at left tackle good pass pro. Um, that's really all he's good at at the moment, but he'll be fine as a fill-in. And then Tommy Tremble's going to give Sam Darnold a nice tight end uh, prospect there that in that offense. So this offense is going to be actually pretty good. So I, I give it an A-. Yeah, I gave the Panthers an A. Uh, I personally thought Horn was cornerback one, so I love him at eight. Uh, and I think Marshall is a steal at 59. I had him in my first-round mock. I think DJ Moore is super explosive and sneaky good. 
I think he could slide into the slot and be one of the best slot receivers in the league next year with Marshall and Anderson on the outside. Uh, and then going and getting Darnold some protection and another weapon in Tremble. I love what the Panthers did. I love where they're going. I'm super high on them next year. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch them. Uh, I'm blanking on their coach. What's his fucking name? Matt Rule. I love Matt Rule. Let's fucking go. Go Panthers. I and love Joe it. Brady also. Yeah, I um, love him. For the Panthers, I give them a B. Just simply one of the main reasons was I like Sertan better than Horn. I think he was cornerback number one in my book. Um but the Carolina Panthers did a great job of addressing holes. Their two biggest holes were cornerback and they needed another receiver and they filled them both. Um, so clearly I think that they know what they wanted to do. I wonder how tempted they were to take Justin Fields at this pick at all. Like I wonder if a sliver of them like considered it for a second, because I personally would have um, if I were in their shoes, but you know, they did what needed to be done. I guess they filled holes. I would have liked them to go maybe some other ways, but and you guys have touched on Terrence Marshall. Like, I think he'll be a really good receiver for this team next year. I love Darnold. I don't think I, that should have ever been a question. I don't I think, love it. I don't love Darnold I love as much. As, I think he's mediocre. I don't think he wins you many more games than Teddy. Oh, guys, I mean, this is a guy that there are plays that he made that look like Patrick Mahomes' plays last year on the fucking Jets. That's a much better arm than Teddy Bridgewater. I will say that. And he has so many more options, weapons. It's just a better situation for Sam Darnold. I thought I think he's pretty much dead from the start with the Jets. He really never had a chance to thrive. Uh, I love, I love where Carolina is going. I gotta see it for a year. I gotta see it for a year. They play some tough teams. I'm such a believer in rule, anyways. I just love him. I love Carolina. Not for that though. Newman. Yeah. Uh, I gave the Panthers an A minus. I think they were probably tempted to go Fields. I wouldn't have been upset if they went Fields at eight, but I, since they didn't, I'm glad that they committed to helping Darnold, getting him some weapons, getting him Christensen to help protect. I think, like you guys said, Marshall was a steal at 59. Trumbull, they don't really have much at tight end, to be honest. So getting him another option for him. Uh, yeah, I, I liked what they did up and down the board. They get an A minus for me. Yeah, A-minus seems fair. They did everything right. I mean, nothing crazy. J.C. Horn, debatable pick. I think he probably fits better with what they want to do on defense than Sertan, even though Sertan's better. Um, Terrace Marshall Jr., I think for whatever reason, seems underrated in this draft, even though I think he's a really good player. So I think that's a good spot for him. Brady Christensen's a good pick, good value at the tackle, good pass blocker. Something Darnold's going to have to get used to is actually being able to throw the ball without getting killed. Uh, and then Tommy Tremble is a good pick. So, yeah, I'll give it an A-. minus. All right. Uh, Broncos, you get Pat Sertan. I know some people probably didn't expect them to go corner. Um, I actually like that they went corner over quarterback. Uh, I thought the pick would be Parsons, but I'm just as pleased that it's Sertan. And then you get Javante Williams to pair with Melvin Gordon in the backfield. And – for a very small portion of the draft process, I had Javante Williams as running back two ahead of Najee Harris, um, just a little bit, but that's how much I believe in Javante Williams. And then you get Miners and Brown, uh, Browning in the third round, uh, kind of fill up or complete that offensive line there with uh, Miners, and then Browning's going to slide in that linebacker, uh, kind of a position to need. So I give it an A. I think it's a great draft. I gave it a B plus. Uh, I like the Sertan pick. They definitely needed a cornerback, and that defense is great. Uh, I think he's going to be really helpful. 
but it's just, you know, you're in the AFC West. You now have to face um, fucking Herbert and Mahomes four times a year. And Drew Locke, to me, just doesn't cut it. I've been defensive of Drew Locke. I've given him chances. But I think at nine here with Fields still on the boards, Denver has to go Fields. Um, and that alone gives it a B-plus for me. Not sold on Menert's uh, D3 prospect, um, but I do like Gordon Williams in the backfield. Uh, I just personally would have gone different avenues as Denver, um, but players fit the need, so I'll give it a B-plus. I also give it a B-plus. Go ahead, Dan. Is that D3 players matter too? I, I know, but uh, third <laughs> round's early back. for D3. Um, yeah. I, get, I also gave it a B-plus really for a lot of the same reasons Colin said. Uh, I would have loved to see them go fields here instead. I've shit on Tua during this pod, and you know what? Let's just throw Drew Locke in there because I think he fucking sucks too. Dude turns it over. I've never seen a quarterback throw so many interceptions in my life besides Nathan Peterman. Um, (laughs) And this dude's sloppy. They won't win shit with him as long as he's there. So Sertan's great and all. Williams is explosive. But as long as Drew Locke is there – they aren't winning more than six games. Sorry. Which sucks because I think they're a quarterback away. I had, I had Rodgers there in February. Wouldn't be surprised now. If they got Rodgers, they Super instantly Bowl bump contenders. up to at least minimum nine Super 10 Bowl contenders. I don't know if I go that far, but. Uh, I gave Broncos B plus. I had them pegged to take Sertan like uh, in my very first mock a month ago. I've been swayed since. I wish I would have stayed. <laughs> I like the pick. Um, I like the Williams pick now that when Lindsay is gone, I think he fills in, in a, with a committee role with Melvin Gordon, who I fucking hate because he's terrible. Uh, Miners, good interior lineman for them. Good value picks all around. But to me, it doesn't matter because not to be a dead horse, Drew Locke is fucking terrible. I love playing him twice a year. He just throws the ball right to our team. It's worse than Evan playing Madden. Like, it's pretty despicable. They. I don't know. High praise they, for me right there. Too high praise. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, they get a B plus for me. I fucking hate Drew Lock. <laughs> uh, they're an A for me, maybe even an A plus. I don't know. I think they had one Ooh. of the better drafts. Patrick Sertan's a fantastic pick. Um, they they did a little work in free agency on their secondary, but Sertan's the best player available at that point, I think, on defense. So I think that's a great pick. Um, if there's any team other than the Steelers that needed a running back in this draft, it was them. And they got, in my opinion, somebody who might translate better to the NFL than any of them. And that's Javante Williams contact balance and, um, just ability to break tackles tend to translate better than any other skill for running backs. And he's probably the best in the class at both, uh, Quinn Miners. I love Quinn Miners. The dude's like a fat Rocky. And then, um, Baron Browning, I think, is good value in the at a in the third round as a position of need. So I think they had a they did a great job. So my Eagles, I love the whole you trade back from six to twelve and then trade up right before the Giants to take Devontae Smith, the guy you probably would have got at six all along. So I like that pick. The Landon Dickerson pick threw me off. Um, not gonna lie, but I do like the pick. Jason Kelsey's getting old. And he could probably slide in at left guard to start. So that's not a bad pick. And then Milton Williams, he is an athletic freak on that defensive line. I kind of question where he'll fit sort of on that D line, but he does have some time to like get ready and develop. So I understand it. 
I just don't know if I'd spend a third round pick on it. So I give it a B plus for that. Uh, I give the Eagles an A. I liked what they did a lot. They were desperate for a wide receiver, probably second most desperate behind Detroit, in my opinion. Uh, and Dan, as you pointed out, great move trading back from six. And I think it was necessary for them to go to 10. I think the the Giants were probably going to take Smith Definitely. at 11. Um, so great move by Howie Roseman to jump up two spots and to do it with the division rival Cowboys. Um, I like the Dickerson pick. Offensive line is old in Philadelphia, as is the defensive line, which is why I like the Williams pick as well. Um, drafting for the future, Philadelphia. Those are going to be positions of need in two to three years. Uh, and I think they're solid players that are going to be good contributors for the Eagles in the future. And that's why I give them an A. I mean, I agree. I gave them an A also. Smith will be an absolute superstar for this team. He's going to have a great year next year. Would not shock me if he put up near 1,000 yards with Jalen Hurts slinging the ball downfield. I'm sure Dan is already just cannot oh, wait. Dan Rager, I love it. They're going to be good. breaks the whole Jalen Hurts thing. I, I love the Devontae Smith, uh, but, you know, we'll see what Jalen Hurts uh, Well, I'm sold on Jalen Hurts based on what I saw last year. But anyway – Agree with Colin a lot on what he said. That O-line is so old. They're crippled, honestly. They're, they're, their bones are going to start breaking on the field. <laughs> so, uh, and Dickerson's a good – I think that's good value to get him at 37. thought maybe he could go sneak into the first round. Uh, so, I like that pick a lot. And just the way that they maneuvered around the draft, like you guys have noted, was – phenomenal and they fucked the giants and i'm sure dan loves that too so uh, t uh not to interrupt but tj oshi hat trick tonight and, oh, wow. uh, first game since his father wow. passed. great great, great story. i had a feeling that might happen yeah Newman? that's awesome yeah i gave them a b plus as well i think uh them trading with the cowboys to fuck over the giants is just fucking awesome <laughs> uh i think the giants the giants honestly probably would have taken smith too so just oh, to fuck them over they had they had to settle for Tony, so like, like that's just fucking hilarious. Uh, I like the value of the Brandon Dickerson pick. I think I had him going in the late first for me. Uh, the Milton Williams pick was funny. I love the video of fucking like clearly Hallie Roseman likes the pick, but Tom Donahue does not like the pick as he rejects the fist bump. <laughs> um, There's a story behind that actually. It's because he wanted Aliyah McNeil, but he went the pick before, so it's not as oh, bad. All right, as, all right. Not as bad as it seems. It it looks pretty bad because I, I know Howie Roseman gets a lot of hate. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I saw a draft for the Eagles. I think they picked up uh, positions in need. So. But Dan, I'll give your Eagles an A minus. I'll, I'll go up a little bit. Um, uh, I'm a little lower on Devonta Smith, I think, than a lot of people, but I still like him. I just don't love receivers who can get pressed as easily as I think he's going to be in the early first round. But I think with what you had available, that was the right pick, especially at that position. Um, Landon Dickerson's a great pick. Um, I think between him and Creed, obviously, you get one of the two best center slash guards in the draft. And then uh, Milton Williams. I really like the pass rushing prototype D linemen in this class that are like the mid-round project picks. I, I don't know. I just, something about, I don't think you can miss on them, really. They're at least going to do something for you and you didn't waste much on them. So I love that. So, yeah, there's that. All right. Uh, next one's going to be a quick one, the Bears. You get your quarterback of the uh, future in Justin Fields. Absolutely love it. 
And then you somehow get Tevin Jenkins in the second round. And I absolutely love it. If I did a pluses for grades, this would be an a plus plus. Yeah, this was my second a plus uh, Chicago bears, a plus. Um, I think the giants probably could have afforded to take Slater here. Um, but for the bears to convince them to drop back, I think gives them even more credit fields is going to be a star I think and they just had to make up for the Trubisky failure uh, I think if Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy stood put at 20 and took Kyle Trask like some people believe they might have um, they would have been possibly publicly executed in the streets of Chicago <laughs> uh, <laughs> taking fields was necessary uh, so a plus for me and Jenkins great value in the early second round yeah, absolutely love it. The Bears are back, in my opinion. Um, they were a quarterback away in my eyes. They've had that defense for a while now. Obviously, Allen Robinson stays. It's a huge win for them. David Montgomery is really, really coming on to emerge. It's just a star running back in this league. Um, but listen, let's just not forget about the fact that Ryan Pace is an idiot. He missed out on Mahomes. Like, let's just not let and I think fields will pan out but let's hold this guy accountable for his idiocy and then telling Dalton he's the starter like you completely fucking lied you knew what you were gonna do anyway bears are back and they got their left tackle they did cut Charles Leno which I was a little bit surprised about but Jenkins they announced like basically like he will be the guy at left tackle and I think he will emerge as one of the better uh left tackles in the game in a year or two yeah, I gave them an A as well. Uh, I mean, they traded up, got their guy in Justin Fields, and then they said, fuck it, let's do it again. Traded up, gets Tevin Jenkins, which was – I was shocked to see him there at 39. I think overall they did a pretty fucking good job for only having the two picks that they have, addressing two of their biggest needs. So, I mean, not much to say. They get an A from me. Yeah, Dan might not do A pluses, but I do, and I get one. So A plus. Yeah, great job. Traded up, took Justin Fields from from me from from New England. I, I wanted that jersey really bad. No, now it's gone forever. Um, and then Tevin Jenkins. I, I'm a huge Tevin Jenkins guy. I know I said earlier he has some pass pro issues, but I think if anything, camp might fix that. Like this dude, this dude's good. I like it. So I'm excited for them. They're back. Yep, the Bears are back. Oh, Bears. Um, so moving on, uh, Cowboys. Honestly, besides Parsons, I don't like this draft. And the only reason they have a C-plus is because of Parsons and slightly because of uh, Kelvin Joseph. But this wasn't a good draft for the Cowboys. I know you kind of got screwed with the corners at the beginning of the draft, but I don't know. This was a pretty bad draft for the Cowboys in my eyes. Um, I'm going to give it a B. I like the trading back for the Parsons, uh, trading back for Parsons. I think that was a smart move. Uh, drop back, get picks for the future, and get the guy you probably would have taken at 10 with both the corners being off the board. Uh, and then to me, I was more encouraged than you, Dan. I think, uh, obviously, I don't know a single one of these players by name, <laughs> which could be a concern for the Dallas Cowboys, but then again, I don't know many of them by name. <laughs> um, but what I do think is encouraging is the positions they're playing uh Dallas Cowboys defense was fucking putrid last year uh just a disgrace to the entire National Football League to watch couldn't stop a fucking runny nose if they were a tissue um so I like that they're addressing the holes that they obviously have 
I gave the Dallas Cowboys a B minus just because I agree with Dan. I think they failed. They didn't get their guy. They probably didn't get their top two guys in Sertan and Horn. It's a huge loss when you are so set on somebody and they are stolen from you. I, well, hold on. I we don't that. know that they were uh, set on them. We heard I, or we, we assume that I'm they were very, the best fit because of the need. We don't know if they were I'm, set I'm on I'm very them. confident that they wanted a cornerback. Very confident. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but. but like you said, I mean, Parsons is a really good player. He'll bring good energy to this team. Um, Van Der Esch declined. His, his fifth-year option was declined. Wow. Okay. Well, that's surprising. So, I don't know. Um, we won't even be able to afford him if he has a good year next that's year. True. Yeah. That's true. But I like and Parsons. Parsons I think Parsons could be the captain of this defense. I think he's a stud. I mean, yeah, I, I think he's a stud. I gave the Cowboys a B. I wanted them to get a corner. Obviously, they didn't get one early, but Parsons is a good pick. Uh, I like Kelvin Joseph. I know he has maturity issues, but I think uh, he's a solid pick at 44. Uh, obviously, the, this graphic doesn't include Jabril Cox in the fourth, but I was a huge fan of that pick as well. I would just throw in because he does well in pass coverage, uh, which they desperately need uh, with the state of their linebackers being so uncertain. So I gave them a B. Uh, it's a decent draft. I think they failed on their, their ultimate goal, but solid players throughout. Uh, I'm going to give them a C. I'm going to go down a little bit. I like Ooh. the Micah Parsons pick a lot, like a lot, a lot, actually. Um, I don't think it's necessarily who they wanted, but I think he plugs in literally anything they want him to do at the linebacker position. He's going to be able to do it. Um, so I think he's going to work out great. Calvin Joseph's an okay pick, too. I mean, maybe better guys at that spot, but I think teams have different preferences than we do, so I'll give him a pass. Um, then Oso Digizua. I love the player, but I hate the fit because he just doesn't fit their scheme at all. I mean, you could play him at defensive end in this scheme, but he's not a real defensive end. He's an interior defensive lineman, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with him. And then Chauncey Golston's an okay player, but I mean, I don't, I don't love him. And then you're like not not Sean right like in the third round I don't know I I don't love it I I, I, I don't dude I had 300 guys on my board yeah exactly so so I mean I C is the best I'll go and that's just because of Parsons and Joseph and the fact that I like Odigizuka <laughs> that's it so yeah tough right. <laughs> uh moving on. Uh, Connor's Chargers. Uh, I gave him a B. Rashawn Slater and Asante Dis Samuel disrespectful. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Slater and Samuel Jr. are absolute A picks. Maybe even A plus picks. I don't understand taking Josh Palmer in the third round. And I absolutely do not understand taking Trey McKitty in the third round. That's why the grade's so poor. So. That's fair. That's fair. I gave him an A. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Slater to me is steal at 13. I had them trading back actually because i had no tackles available for them i had derisaw gone here as well um so i think getting slater's steal uh samuel's great value great fit um team that just cut casey hayward a few months ago uh and then to me i'm not so low on the palmer and mckinney both filled positions of need uh lost hunter henry and mike williams keenan allen not always healthy um, and there's not much behind them at wide receiver. So I'm giving the Chargers an A. I think uh, tackle is the most pressing need for Justin Herbert, and they got it. And 
I think that's a success. All right. I, I mean, I also gave it an A. They filled their two biggest holes, which were cornerback and tackle. Uh, so, my eyes, that's a huge win, uh, regardless of what they did in round three and four or whatever. Um, but this is just a team that is just still doing boring moves, which, I, I mean, I get it's good. I mean, Slater's boring. Corey Lindsley's boring. But, like, these are moves that had to happen for this team. I still think their defense will be atrocious next year. Uh, I don't think that changes. I think they get ripped by Mahomes. I think they get ripped by Carr. I certainly don't think that they will get ripped by Drew Locke. But, uh, yeah. you know, Chargers are, you know, an eight-win team, eight-nine-win team. I don't know. They'll be around there for a little while. Will say I would have liked to see a linebacker go with the departure of Perryman. Fair. I don't know. Just like Chargers are just like whatever outside of Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler and, my, and Keenan Allen. That, and outside of those three – I mean, this is like Bosa. Huh? Dude's always hurt. Yeah, I agree. Sad. Uh, I mean, shock. Shockingly enough, I gave the uh, the Chargers an A because <laughs> simply because we got Rashawn Slater and then followed it up somehow got Samuel on day two. I was so nervous that he wasn't going to get to us. Uh, I will agree with Dan. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Palmer and McKitty. I would have liked to see them bolster the D-line, someone to help Bosa, which we did do in round four. We got Chris Rump, who I thought was a steal. Uh, but, yeah, I don't – the Josh Palmer pick is kind of strange to me. I definitely did not tab him as a third-round guy. But, you know what? We got Slater. That's all that matters to me. Um, so, let's go. I'll give him an A. Uh, I'll give the charges an A-. minus. Rashawn Slater is a fantastic pick. I think I said it before. Um, I think he has the potential to be a better tackle day one than even Sewell. Um, Asante Samuel Jr. I love in the second round. That's that's great value at a position of need. So that's another A pick. Um, Palmer, I don't hate this pick as much as you guys, I don't think. Um, I've seen him ranked higher than you would think in some circles, especially PFF had him high. I know. And he ran, he's known for his vertical route tree abilities. You know, he's kind of a vertical threat receiver, even though he doesn't have the best 40. So he kind of fits that open offense that the chargers have going and McKitty's a shitty pick, but I mean, everything else is okay. <laughs> so I'll give him an A minus. in the hall of fame one day. <laughs> Antonio. Oh, hey. He's not, he's not a terrible player. I just don't see the value in the third round. So, yeah. Great. Uh, Patriots. Uh, this probably would be an A. The only reason it's an A minus is because I'm not high on Mac Jones. I understand he was the only quarterback at 15 available, but I thought you definitely should have traded up for a Justin Fields. So that's the only reason it's an A minus instead of an A. Barmore and Perkins were both steals at their uh, at their picks in the second and third round. Uh, they'll definitely slide in and contribute. Yeah, Dan, uh, I do think that with Fields on the board, they should have jumped up, but I'm still going to give my Pats an A. Uh, I think the Belichick-Saban connection can't be overlooked. Obviously, Saban vouched for Mac Jones if Belichick was willing to stay at 15 with the hopes that Jones would still be there. Um, I think this draft could have gone very differently for the Patriots if Jones went third, like many predicted him going um but chaos outside of the jones pick which i do think is a great fit for new england uh the Bearmore Bearmore picks a steal in the second round obviously belichick thought that jumping up 
um, giving up two fourth rounders. Again, Nick Saban product can't overlook the connection between the two. Um, and then I, I think even after Perkins, the Patriots got great value with all of their picks. Um, I, I think this is one of Belichick's best, best classes in a while. Great draft for me. I today. thought they did very well, too. I gave them an A-. minus. I think they knew they needed a quarterback. They went and got my QB4. Um, obviously, I have Trey Lance down in, in eventually, but that's just my view. Dan Rose's eyes. We'll have to see. Um, <laughs> Barmore is great. Perkins is great. Like, Pats, they finally seem to have a good draft. I hope people that shit on Bill for not drafting well could just take a second to shut the fuck up and stop being haters. Look at the rings. Anyway, I'm moving, I'll move on. Uh, I got, just got in love with the Pats. They, they, they went and filled their uh, needs, so nothing better than that. I mean, this is a great team to me. It I, is I, a good team. The AFC East, I think, outside of the NFC West, is going to be the hardest division in football. Um, yeah, I, I love the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Pats. Dolphins at three all day. I don't think the Dolphins – the Dolphins will win it, about – It all hinges on Tua to me. Seven games, eight games probably. If Tua can manage the game, I think their defense is so good. I don't know. Reynolds it's going to be it's gonna be fun to watch. Yes, I have them in fantasy. Uh, Newman, your thoughts on the Pats? Uh, I give the Pats an A minus. I don't like Mac Jones. I don't think he's that good. It's a good fit with the Pats. So I, I won't shit on him that much. Um, but I think he was just bailed out by the Bama system. I mean, we'll see. The Barmore pick was a steal, although they gave up so much just to trade up eight spots to get him. The Perkins pick, I'm pretty salty because, as you can see, I really wanted him. And Tom Telesco decided to switch gears and take Trey McKitty, the pick right after, <laughs> which was just so stupid. But uh, it's a great pick for the Pats. Uh, I can't believe he fell that far. Uh, so, yeah, I'll give him an A-. I thought they had a solid draft throughout. All right, yeah, I'm going to give my Patriots an A. Um and I'm not even being biased. Like, I'd love to rip them because I tend to in the draft. But um, you get your QB and Mac Jones. Whether or not he ends up being great, I don't, it doesn't matter. He could be a Jimmy Garoppolo level, Jared Goff level, just fill-in starter. That's what you need. And at 15, you really didn't have a lot of other picks you could have made, especially after Vera Tucker went off the board. I mean, maybe Darisaw, but you really didn't need him. So I think the value and the position are great. Um, Barmore is a fantastic pick. I mean, that's such a steal for the best interior defensive lineman in the class, hands down. And then Ronnie Perkins is going to slide in and be a depth edge player immediately who rotates in. So great, great draft. Uh, Cardinals, Zayvon Collins pick was confusing to me. I didn't think linebacker was a pressing need. Um, Having said that, Zayvon Collins is a really good player, and I think he's definitely an upgrade over Jordan Hicks. Um, so I won't knock him necessarily for that. And then you come around in the second round to get Rondell Moore, who that that pick is just at, that's an A plus for me. So I mean, it's a great pick. Uh, I also gave a B plus. To me, this team I kind of don't understand. I know Cliff Kingsbury. Um, kind of an unorthodox system compared to other NFL systems. But it feels like this guy just stockpiles like athletic specimens and not necessarily like the best football players for the fit uh, or for the how, how the team plays. 
Uh, I think Collins is going to be good. I love Simmons. I love Baker. I love that defense um, with Jones and now J.J. Watt. And Rondell Moore super explosive. I'm super high on him. I had him going a lot earlier. I think he's a steal at 49. But, again, it's just like the Cardinals. I don't know. You know, you have D-Hop. You have Kirk. There are, there are other needs that they could have addressed here. I like the Moore pick. I don't, I'm just confused on where Kingsbury is going, and I'm, I'm not sure if I'm buying what he's selling lately. I don't, I don't know how great of a coach he is. Um, the Cardinals are a bit of a question mark to me, especially in that division. They need to get more physical, and I think this draft does kind of do that. I mean, you get Zayvon Collins, who's like 260. To yeah, play he, to play me, he's like a lot of pretty boy football players, just like Cliff is a pretty boy. <laughs> I mean, he's coming from the Big 12. They're all pretty boys out there. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, even the more pick, that adds some physicality because, I mean, he's run after the catch. He's a physical dude. He'll break he's some tackles. He's, truck a, some he's fucking – he's a specimen. He's going to be insane with that offer. Wait till Frankie's take on Rondale more. Um, so, for the Cardinals, I actually gave him a C plus. I felt like Zayvon Collins was, like, quite the reach. I don't think we had him in the first round. We didn't. I just thought that there were better players for what the Cardinals are were trying to do. Rondale Moore will be a solid fit, though. Um, wicked quick receiver that should just help space the field for the Cardinals. Um, I don't know. Again, I'm not sure if I'm buying the Cardinals either. I, I They lost Dan Arnold, which is, like, a huge loss in my opinion. He did, like, a lot of, like, the dirty work at tight end for them last year. Like, lots of big third down catches, big uh, red zone guy. They lose that. I get that they have D Hop and Kirk. Also yeah. lost Kenyon Drake. Also lost Kenyon Drake. Brought in James Connor. Well, I don't like. I, I don't like Connor either. I, this team, I, I just can't buy. I, I'm selling the Cardinals next year. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird team. Yeah, I mean, I gave them a B. I think the Cardinals went into this draft just with a type, like really explosive players. Like you heard in fucking Collins' draft call that he said he's going to go fucking kill everyone. Like that's awesome. Um, I think they got an absolute specimen in him, although it was certainly a reach, but I think think they had the type of guy they were going for. And then they followed up with Rondell Moore. I'm glad they got another receiver in there. Um, And I think – I mean, we love we've loved Rondell Moore for years. Playing Madden with him, Shoto, um, best wide receiver yeah. I've fucking had. Yeah, so I mean, it was pretty average. I think they reached on Collins, but I mean, if they like their guy, they like their guy. You can't knock that. So I'll give him a B. Quick question before uh, Frankie goes. This is more directed towards Dan and Frankie, uh, the experts. Would you say Collins is kind of an Isaiah Simmons prototype? Like they, they play similar roles or project to play similar roles. I know yeah. Simmons can drop back into the secondary and Collins might not necessarily have that ability, but he can definitely jump up to the front four now. Yeah, I said the same exact thing when they drafted him and Dan made a good point. Um, so they're like the same player, but their weaknesses actually offset each other a little bit. Um, cause Collins can kind of rush the passer a little bit while Simmons can't so much, but Simmons is a little more athletic and can play in space a little more and cover a little more, which Collins can, even though they both can. So they're like the same player with different weaknesses. It's really weird. I thought it was kind of a strange pick, but I like it at the same time. The good, like yin and yang type situation with them. Yeah. 
I mean, if Kings, if it's if it's Kingsbury's guy, I mean, to me, it feels like Kingsbury is just kind of throwing a bunch of things into a bowl of salad on the go. <laughs> He's like a soccer mom of three, making lunch, like got to get in the shower before work. She's just throwing shit in the lunch boxes and zipping them up and hoping she sends everybody with the right shit. And I don't know. Kingsbury seems a little lost to me. There's so much in and out. There's some sort of team. disconnect. There's so much transition in between years. Um, but yeah, Frankie, what are your thoughts on the Cardinals outside of Collins? I'm going to give them a B minus. So I like the Collins pick. I don't know if it's necessarily their biggest need and I don't know necessarily why they went that way. Um, but I, I do like the pick. I just don't love the pick. And then Rondale Moore, I, I love the player. I am like the biggest Rondale Moore fan. You don't even know. I watched, I was just keeping track of this dude when he was like a freshman in college, like seriously, but and the Cardinals apparently run more wide receiver screens than any team in the NFL, which I didn't know up until recently. But outside of that, I just don't see where Rondale more fits. He's like a better Andy Isabella, which I get, which is great. It's something they need. But you still have a quarterback who can't throw the ball over the middle. So I don't understand why you're getting another smaller statute guy. Like, I, just, I just don't know if he fits in well. And I love the player. So I'm going to give him B minus. Um, Raiders, that this was such a John Gruden, Mike Mayock draft. Yep. <laughs> you take Alex Leatherwood, who probably could have been there in the third. I understand. I have him here on <laughs> as a tackle. I'm going to have to play guard. Like, there's, there's just no way around it. He's going to have to play guard for them. And then somehow you get Trayvon Moreg in the second round. It could have been your first round pick. So weird situation there but then you take Malcolm Kuntz and Divine Diablo it, it's just so good and I'm so out on the Raiders god Jesus <laughs> yeah I gave the Raiders a C minus I mean Alex Weatherwood just speaking from Madden experience the guy fucking blows <laughs> um, he's just the worst uh, I agree. Just such a Gruden Mayock fucking disaster, in my opinion. Morig was the best player available to them at 17. Not even, I mean, Darisaw was still on the board for fuck's sake. Caleb Farley as well. I mean, just, just clearly better players than Alex Leatherwood. Uh, Leatherwood to me, just not a good player. Is not going to transition well. Uh, I would have rather see Morig go there. Uh, I think Morig at 43 is a steal. That's the only reason I didn't give this thing a fucking F. Uh, I, I don't know anybody else the Raiders selected. I didn't know almost anybody they selected last year. Uh, John Gruden is just uh, – he's like the tinfoil hat. He's fucking nuts. I think he's converted Mayock to whatever insane conspiracy theory religion that those two subscribe to. Because they are – they're like fucking Doc Brown from Back to the Future, just always always coming up with a new scheme, some crazy shit that nobody else believes in but them. Uh, and then the Raiders are fucking disaster. That's the opening clip right there. That's, yeah, the opening that's it. it. I, I think they're Scientologists. I, I think they got Tom Cruise on their side. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'll follow up. Uh, I also gave them a C minus. You know, I've been ripping people enough on this pod, so I guess I'll I'll leave that for Colin for this one. Um, I, you know, I just I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the Weatherwood pick was about. Like Colin said, like other players were there that would have much 
would have been much better for them and what they're trying to do. But then again, I don't think they know what they're trying to do. So um, the C minus for the Raiders, eh, I don't know. They, they just leave me speechless sometimes. I mean, Newman's got to be giving him a fucking A plus because he's in the division. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I would give him a plus. I gave him a fucking F. Like, whatever the <laughs> fuck crack John Gruden and Mike Mayock are smoking, like, like if they had taken Trayvon Morrig in the first and Leatherwood in the second, I really couldn't complain that much. But it's almost like they took their draft board, put all the names in the hat, and just started fucking picking names out. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Kuntz and Diablo had fifth round grades. Like, what the fuck hmm. are you doing? Like, Mayock, I don't know. Like, I we watched him on NFL Network all those drafts yeah. ago, and he's and he was so smart. I fucking right. No, I fucking hated him. Like, oh, I fucking right. hated watching him. Yo, you know. And then he. Go ahead. Finish up, Connor. No, no. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, this is John Gruden and Mike Mayock are like that toxic relationship where John Gruden is like the dominant one. And like Mike Mayock's the one that like doesn't have a say in anything that just gets like whipped. Like, <laughs> this is what their relationship is. Like, Mike Mayock, I feel like if we're up to Mike Mayock, he's not that dumb enough to go and take. <laughs> but then again, maybe they're just. Maybe Gruden convinced them of all this. I think I think he's. I'm sure Gruden convinced them. Strange John Gruden conspiracy religion. Yeah, fucking, oh Mike Malcolm Kuntz, he knows Spider Two Y Banana. We're gonna take him here at seventy nine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's that a real Gruden right there. grinder. <laughs> that guy right there looks like somebody I'd like to go have a turkey dinner with at the playground. <laughs> 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 Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I guess I'll go. I'm going to give him a D plus. And you know what my least favorite thing about this draft is? It's not the worst draft that happened in this, in this, in this class. Like, like I want to be so mad at John Gruden, but, man, he, he, he actually could have done worse. He could have been um, Sean Payton. Anyway, um, we'll get to that, though. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so Alex Weatherwood, terrible pick. Like I said, I think Gruden looked at that guy and said, man, he's big. He looked like he could eat a whole pig at a pig roast. I like him. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't get that one. Um, and then Trayvon Moerig should have been their first round pick. So that's a great pick. And then everything else was just terrible. We don't need any more analysis. Just not a good job. These guys get paid. Like how? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's absolute fucking insanity to me. <laughs> well, I guess moving on an actual good draft from the football team. Um, I love Jamin Davis. It's a reach. Um, but with the whole JOK heart condition, that may have been why they reached. But I, lo- I love him as a player. Samuel Cosme is great value, especially when they need a left tackle. Uh, St. Juiced was a reach, sort of. Um, he's a physical corner, so he'll add to that uh, football team defense. And then Diami Brown in the third round is by far one of the best value picks in this draft. I absolutely love Diami Brown. I, I, if I was a team, I actually would have maybe taken a flyer late first. And that's how much I like. Wow. Diami. I, I love Diami Brown. That, like he's my guy. Um, that just, this was a good draft for the football team. I give him the A minus because of the two slight reaches, but it, this was a really good draft. Uh, I also gave a minus just because I would have liked to see them possibly pursue a quarterback. Uh, I know that Lance was probably the guy had he not gone third that Washington would have been most interested in, um, which is why I still kept them in the A because as Dan said, I like Davis. I like Cosme. Um, that defense is just, whew, 
That defense is something else. Uh, I think uh, Dallas-Washington are going to be two games that everybody really wants to watch. Dallas, I think, one of the best offenses in the league, and Washington, possibly the best defense. Um, so I think that's actually going to be a fun set to watch this year. Maybe uh, maybe a Thanksgiving game between them. For sure. That would be nice. For sure. Um, and then, yeah, Dan, I actually – I do know Diami Brown, surprisingly, 84th <laughs> overall. Uh, I know he is a stud, and he produced a shit ton at North Carolina. Uh, he's a great pick. I really like Washington's offense, even though they didn't take a quarterback. I thought that Fitzpatrick belonged uh, as the Miami starter uh, last year. I don't think they ever should have benched him. I like where football team's trending. Uh, they're a favorite to win that division for me. I give them a B minus just for similar reasons. I would have liked to see them trade up for Justin Fields. But again, that's not their fault, I guess, because maybe the Bears, you know, made the stronger offer and stuff like that. So I guess, yeah, you can't really blame them for that. Um, but if they got Justin Fields, I mean, this team is like – legit uh i can't say they're legit yet i can say that the defense is legit i'm just not i'm still not sure about the offense although antonio gibson somebody that really excites me samuel uh, gibson um i'm drawing blanking on his fucking name thomas the kid uh the kid's already there mclaurin mclaurin and now brown uh and logan thomas coming on last year i like this offense that's fair um i don't know just Davis felt like a reach, in my opinion, uh, with some guys that were still there. You know, I don't know. We'll have to see. Time, only time will tell for this uh, for this draft with the football team. Uh, real quick, before Newman goes, just want to announce we're going to split this into two parts. Um, so we'll finish up this page, meaning we'll cover the Giants pick at 20 uh, and then stop recording and post them as two separate pods. Uh, it's already been quite long. Uh, so if you really want to listen to 21 through 32, we'll still record. Um, but we're just going to finish up these two picks and then call it a day for part one of the draft reaction episode. Uh, so Newman, go ahead. I uh, just wanted to get everybody on the same page. Yeah, so keeping with the football team, I gave them an A-. minus. I love Jamin Davis. Uh, he had freak numbers at his pro day. Like, I mean, I love everything about him. I actually had them pegged to take Darisaw here. So for them to get Cosme at 51, I was totally okay with them going Davis here at 19. I love St. Juice and Diami Brown, 20 touchdowns in his last two seasons. Give me more Diami Brown. He's fucking awesome. I think these guys knocked it out of the park. That defense is insane. Uh, and I really wanted them to get another receiver, which they got a stud. So I was very happy with the football team. Yeah, I'll give the football team an A. Um I think the Davis pick was a little bit of a reach. However, if you look at who was on the board, there really wasn't a better linebacker. Um, you have to remember that Owusu Koromoa has a heart issue now, so that had to factor in. And they weren't going to get Davis at 51 with their next pick, so that's when they had to get him, so I like the pick. And then Cosme with 51 is a great pick. I mean, he's a good pass protector. He's going to fill in nice. St. Juiced, I like a lot. I think he's that Brown, Brandon Browner type corner, you know, that just get in your face kind of guy. He's going to get a lot of penalties, but I think he's going to play well. Um, then Diami Brown is obviously a fantastic player and a steal at the late third round. So. That's a sick comp. I love Brandon Browner comp. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's why I've been comping St. Juice too. <laughs> I, I really like St. Juice a lot. 
That motherfucker gets arrested, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's that's where we're heading with St. Just, I think. He's ha- he's heading to the clink. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, I guess to round out part one with the Giants, um, you trade back, you get Kadarius Tony, and I actually like this pick. Um, I think it adds a dimension to that offense that they don't have. Um, kind of this really good run after the catch type receiver. I think he's way better than Sterling Shepard. I don't like Sterling Shepard. Uh, that just my preference. Um, and then you get Aziz Al-Jalari in the second round, which is just a fantastic pick. Um, and then Aaron Robinson in the third is also a fantastic pick. Um, I only give it an A minus because you could technically say is wide receiver a need. Um, but other than that, I mean, this was a good, this was a really good draft. Yeah, I gave it a B minus simply because I don't think wide receiver was a need. I love the trio of Galladay. Shepard and Slayton. I don't think Tooney is necessary here. I don't see where he fits. Um, I hated all the mocks that had Devonta Smith at 11. That's why I was happy they traded back. Uh, I would have loved to see Darisaw go here. Um, was one of the better tackles of this class, definitely in the top three in most people's opinion. And he was still on the board at 20, which not a lot of people predicted. I think that would have given them an A in my eyes. Um, I do like the Ojolari pick. Uh, Yeah, again, it's just, to me, Tooney is just not a need. Um, I would have taken Dare, so I just, I don't love the Tooney pick. And personally, I think um, I would have rather drawn Del Moore over Tooney. Yeah. um, I guess, like, real quick, like, I – I'd like to just hear like you guys' opinion. I know Colin like is anti Daniel Jones. Like, what what, what is your no, guys? No, I, I said if Daniel Jones cuts his turnover. Fuck Daniel Jones. I mean, I thought sucks. you literally projected Mitch Trubisky going to the Giants. I did. I thought it would have been a great competition. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones anyway. So I mean, it's a it's a valid question to ask. Clearly, you are. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, Daniel Jones to me. Um, I don't really know. He's kind of. He's like average, but I don't hate the guy. I think the Giants just kind of suck. Um, they obviously have the defense. Um, now I know they're like in a playoff position, but like they're six and ten. And I don't know. I I'm not a Daniel Jones hater. Just I, don't know. I mean, this is a team that's getting their best player back in Saquon Barkley, and yeah. I think um, Joe Judge is fucking phenomenal coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is a good coach. Yeah. Uh, I like the word the Giants are trending. I think Jones, if he can cut the turnovers in half and just not turn the ball over so much, I think just manage games, the Giants could win a lot of games. But uh, I do think he does kind of get screwed because Jason Garrett is their offensive coordinator. Yeah, and their offensive line subpar. Um, yeah. And without, Saqu- without Saquon, they're such a one-dimensional football team. Um, yeah, so yeah. I- I'm I'm excited to see their offense healthy with the addition of Galladay. I think Jones has some potential. Obviously, this, it was a high draft pick. Yeah, but, again, this, not to be the dead horse, just didn't like the Tooney pick. No, this would be like – this is their year. I, I mean, if they're going to put it all together, they'll put it together this year. If yeah, they do. With Jones. Otherwise, it's time to move on. Right. Exactly. Um, I gave it an A-. Um, I, I happen to think that they did need a receiver. Um, initially, I was like, I don't think so. But thinking about it a little bit more, I'm not really like that sold on uh, Darius Slayton, honestly. 
Um, and it never hurts to bring in a young explosive receiver like this, that just brings high energy and it just brings that sort of like burst to that offense. Like you bring in Galladay and Tooney, like this is like, I mean, Daniel Jones must be psyched and he gets Barkley back like three huge ads for the giants, like on offense and an offense that struggled at times last year um, and held back their defense. So I love that. And I love the value of Ojolari. I think he's going to be a star lining up across from, uh, Leonard Williams, who had a fantastic year, I think over put up over 12 and a half sacks for the Giants. So I like what they did. If they're going to put it together, it'll be this year. If not, if they only win like six games, like maybe now you got to consider Daniel Jones isn't the guy. This has to be the most intriguing division in the league, no? Yeah, I agree. In terms of boomer bust potential for all four teams? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, yeah, I gave the Giants an A minus. I think, I mean, obviously they got shafted by that Eagles trade, but to trade back, I don't, I actually don't mind Kadarius Tony. Like, I think he actually fits in well with the size and speed that the other receivers have on that team. So I think he's a good fit with the Giants. I think Ojolari was a steal at 50. Um, someone I actually had going in the first round. And if the Chargers had taken him at 47, I would have been pleased. Uh, so good pick there. And Aaron Robinson has plenty of size and physicality and that defense is becoming the real deal I know they were kind of sneaky good last year but they're out in the open as a really good defense this year so I like what they did Bradbury a solid corner too yeah they did lose Dalvin Tomlinson but sure. they did That's um I'm gonna give the Giants a B plus um it's not that I don't like anything they did. I just don't really love anything that they did that much. I mean, I think receiver was a need for them. Um, I just, I mean, Slayton's just not that dude. I mean, he's all right, but he's not. Kadarius Tony's going to be better than him for sure. Um, Aziz Ojulari is a steal in the second round. Um, so that's a great pick. And Aaron Robinson is just a good value pick at that position. So, I, I mean, I, I like the draft. I just don't think that they had anything fantastic outside of Ajulari. So, there's that. B+. All right. All right. That wraps up our first 20. Uh, we'll stop recording this first part, and we'll try and fly through the last remaining picks. Um, but if you don't tune in to part two, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Uh, boys, thanks for joining for those who don't listen to part two. <laughs> Silence from Dan and Frank. That's All what you right. get your <laughs> we, we were left speechless by by your kindness, really. Oh my god. All right. All right, let's end this son of a bitch. See you later. <laughs>